Uh, Dateline, May 16th, 1929. All of Hollywood has come out for the very first Academy Awards. What are they? We don't know. We've never seen them before. This is all new. Brand new, if you ask me. <laughs> Uh-oh, we've got a poor connection on the FaceTime call with our roving correspondent on the, on the red carpet. Is it a red carpet? I don't know. There he is. He's back. This is not a great sign for how this part of you the program gonna, is going to go. I was hoping you were just going to keep riffing and pretend that I was still here. Did you stop oh. and acknowledge the drop? I Yeah, I said, That's oh, not how they do got, it back then. You wouldn't even know it. It's 1927. I tried to throw to our roving correspondent, Bill McMorrow, but he was drafted into Nobody's the Army. Nobody's roving yet. We're not roving yet. We don't. You sent me a telegram. It's going to take me two weeks to get back to you at this point. All the stars are out tonight. Calvin Coolidge. Oh, he's the president right now, I think. Uh, I'm just confirming. Yes, he is. Our 30th president, indeed. Oh, we're already Calvin up to Coolidge. number 30 at this point. We were just we zooming had... through him for the first couple hundred years, huh? Just moving through we, him. We sure are, Bill. We've had like we three love presidents our president. in the last 30 years now. He's let us, uh, I don't. I don't know anything about him. <laughs> I believe he had a raccoon. Just going to confirm that real quick. That's based entirely off of a coloring is book. Is this a riff that I had as a child? Happening? What is happening here? Rebecca was the name of Calvin Coolidge's pet raccoon. There really wasn't much <laughs> going on back in the day, huh? No, we dude. I mean, hey, a guy's got a raccoon anytime. <laughs> you got to know about it. He's domesticated news. a wild animal? What? A, rac a, ra a pet raccoon in the White House? I'd love to blah, have blah, a blah, pet. What are we doing? I'd love to have a pet raccoon in a regular house. Yeah, you love raccoons. They're so cute and they smart. They are cute. They're cute animals. They With love their little masks. Little... Oh, my gosh. And their they fingers. You ever watch them eat? They hold their food. And oh, they go... Love it. They wash all their food, too. They're very clean. Oh, do they? Yeah, very smart animals. them. Raccoons. I don't even do that. If we were going to give a, an Academy Award for Best Raccoon of all time, Oh, it's going to be from Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Oh, Rocket Raccoon. I wasn't yeah. even thinking of him. I mean, that's the only one that I would really think of. He's kind of a genetically modified raccoon. I don't There's know Rocky Raccoon from the Beatles song, but I think he's just from a song. That's true. I'm trying to think of famous raccoons. There's what a raccoon was, uh, in The Incredibles 2. What was Rocky in Bullwinkle? He was a flying squirrel, you dipshit. Yeah, but that's like a raccoon. No, it's not. He wore a mask. No, he didn't. He had a hat with goggles. Yeah, that's Which are like mask. a mask. When you put nope. goggles on, that's very much that's like a mask. That's not a mask. No, it's not. Your glasses are like a mask. You look like a You're, raccoon right now. You've got a fucking... You I've been fucking, watching a lot of Arrested Development. You're the one wearing the mask. You goddamn trash panda. Yeah. You should be the man inside, you. You're a gross human being, and I love you. Hey, go back to the funny voice that people were enjoying. Thank you want to just start this whole thing over? No way. This is fun. <laughs> All right. We're here. It's phase two of Two Boys in a Balcony. Two. We're it's taking open. a look. It's a different world. Let me talk now, you bag of shit. Hey, okay. guys. We're going back in time. Listen, we've watched a lot of bad movies, but now we're going to watch all the good movies, starting with the very first good movie. Back in the days when movies. I can't, I can't stress to you how inaudible what that, you're saying is. That was my old-timey voice. No, let me do an old-timey voice now. Did you right? think it was old-timey voice like you had like yeah. a tracheotomy and your voice no. has been destroyed? old-timey voice you... like there was no electricity, so we couldn't amplify anything. I was a long ways away from you when I was talking right there. You were trying to whisper because otherwise God would hear you. Oh, 
God, well, God's going to love this podcast, I think. He loves this podcast. Let's play the theme song. He hasn't rated, reviewed, or subscribed yet, though. That's kind of a dick move. Two boys in a balcony, in a balcony, a balcony. Two boys in a balcony, in a balcony. Two boys in a balcony. We're back. Bill, we never left. We, wouldn't. we never left. No, we never left. We, we had said, an anniversary uh-oh. last week and fucking seven days later, dude, right back at it. We had such a fucking clean out. We were so close to being done. We did a hundred episodes. Yeah. No one would have. No one would have batted an eye if we walked away. They would have. Wow. Nobody would have batted run. an eye after fifty. But now we're gonna quit after hundred and thirteen episodes. <laughs> People are gonna go. What the hell? It was right there. You had the out. We fucked no. up. We fucked up big we time, fucked, fella. We fucked up humongously. But we're back, and we are we're putting on our monocles and our we're putting on, on the our, Ritz. Pound! I I decollapse my opera hat and I sit down, and I'm we're talking about old. Everybody movies. wore the big hats back then. We love. You couldn't the hats. go into a theater with the hat on your head, right? Uh, you do what do that? they say? They say in America you used to have to wear hats all the time until uh, until John F. Kennedy came and ruined things. Is that who changed it? Is I it think he it, got I shot think, in the head. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. If he had had a fedora on, like a, like a good upstanding man, right, well, the bullet would have bounced right off. If we had all been still wearing them, they wouldn't have been able to pick the president out. We all look the like, same with those stovepipe hats. Oh yeah, you think? Yeah, well, plus it's made out of stovepipe. If pipe, Jackie so. Kennedy had been wearing the same hat in that car, fifteen percent chance she would have got killed. Yeah, she should have had. With like all a due big respect con- to your grandchildren, of course, I wouldn't say that without due respect. She should have. Uh, she should have had a big, huge, like uh, Kentucky Derby fascinator on, you know, oh, distract the eye. She loved to dress up. She was a fashionable a lady. lady. But she's not even born at this point. Probably born. Who the fuck knows? How old's Jackie Onassis? She's still with us, right? No, she died years ago, bro. Yeah, of course she died years ago, bro. I know that. Don't you think I know oh, that? Oh, are you, are you doing comedy? No, I didn't. Now? Um, I don't do comedy anymore. I've retired. Oh, good for I, you. I strictly, I strictly watch silent cinema. It's I love it. Silent films. Yeah. Boy, it's oh a boy. passion of mine. And by passion, I mean a curse. Yeah. It, it, look, today's winner, we're looking at, we're looking <laughs> at the first Academy Fantastic Awards. Fantastic film. The film that won was Wings. It's the only silent movie to win the Best Picture Oscar until, until trivia. 2011. Yeah, till that fucking stupid piece of shit wins again. Did you see you it? Know, yeah, fuck that movie. Yeah, I did see <laughs> the it. The artist I, sucks ass. Uh, I, what a dumb movie. It seems piece weird shit. to do it. It's I so saw it. I don't remember stupid. how I felt about it. I, uh, but I will re-see it. In 94 weeks. Yeah, something like that. I can tell you, uh, I want to look it up because it's going to bug me that the Wings wins first silent movie. And then this is what it beat. It beats The Descendants, Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close, The Help. You're talking about The Artist, not Wings. Yeah, The Artist. Hugo, Midnight in Paris, Moneyball, The Tree of Life, and War Horse. It shouldn't have beat... 
rough for year. those movies. Yeah, the Descendants uh, was better. That's the George Clooney, the Hawaii movie. Yeah, Moneyball is flick. better. Moneyball is a good flick. Yeah, I'm looking at a spreadsheet. I haven't seen a lot of these, but we'll get to that in a decade, in a century. We'll from get now. to that when we get to it. When we fucking feel like news flash, Coca-Cola now with extra cocaine. Yum yum, eat them up. Put Everybody was doing cocaine back then with the Coca-Cola. I believe it was still legal. Well, it was medicine at that point, right? The depression Is hadn't that... <laughs> hit with two years away do we from wanna... the depression. We're coming up with new segments all the time for this podcast. Do we want to do Bill's Drug Historical Corner for each year? What was the top drug of 1927? Oh, it's got to be uh, morphine, probably. Yeah, probably morphine. Either that or the polio vaccine. It was the Roaring Twenties, the Depression right around the corner. When did we last. cure measles? And do you think we could do that today? Uh, did we cure measles? Yeah, nobody like has back. measles anymore, I don't think. I think that's the one that comes back. And What's it, like, the other one I'm thinking of? Mumps? We cured one. Yeah, we've cured. And by polio. we, I obviously I don't mean me. I had nothing to do with it. No, I I did most of the work. Yeah, but I'd like to my, say my we middle because... name is AstraZeneca. Ask your doctor. That's all one name. This is good stuff because this is, this is gonna get us. Stuff. This is gonna get us a pharmaceutical uh, tie-in, probably. Yeah, we're gonna get a Webby nomination based off of the Wikipedia entry that I'm about to read. <laughs> Because you, you think, hey, if you guys think I opened a book to do any of the research into the first Academy Awards, you can go screw. Dude, I could have done a little bit. I watched uh, a couple YouTube videos about what's going on here, so I think I'm. I'll tell well you this: versed. I'm looking at the spreadsheet. I've seen more of the movies than you have. I oh, you didn't put you didn't mark down Sunrise. Uh oh. Oh, I didn't mark down Sunrise. God damn yeah, it! Yeah, I'm not giving you credit for Chang either. No, I don't, I'm not going to take credit for it. I only watched like five minutes on YouTube. Uh, and I'm not going to sit through the other fucking 62 minutes. Yeah. Well, all right. Do you want to I mean, get they into this? Off, they, so they did. Uh, I mean, lucky for us, they waited until silent films were like on the way out before they mm. did this. Because we only have this year, right? Yeah. The next year, it's all talkies, baby. Now, is it all like I know the winners are talkies, but are all the nominees talkies? <laughs> Uh, that remains to be seen. We'll figure it out. We'll figure that out next week. But um, no, all of these movies are uh, they give uh, they give two special Oscars. This very first Academy Awards they give because two... they had nothing else to do. The the thing took literally five minutes. Yeah, but here's the fucking deal. They give honorary awards, right? Yeah. They give one to Charlie Chaplin for writing. <laughs> Uh, acting, writing, directing, and producing The Circus. You a big Chaplin boy. You love Charlie Chaplin so much that you'd pretend to be one of his heirs and then try to legally take over his estate. No. Dude, so what are the who are the big three silent comedians? Charlie Chaplin, Harold Lloyd, Buster and Keaton. Uh, Buster Keaton. Uh, I've never once found any of them funny. Was uh, uh, Laurel and Hardy, they weren't silent, right? Uh, I'm not sure. I think so. I think they talked high voices. I mean, one of them, uh, one of them was English and one of them was, uh, American. The fat one was American. A fatty and a skinny, we called them back in the day. Yeah. No, I believe they were, uh, they were talkies. A hot dog and a hamburger. A hot dog and a meatball. I've seen, uh, uh, some Charlie Chaplin and some Buster Keaton and some Harold Lloyd. And it's, they're all fun because it's all. I started watching The Dictator. 
Yeah, um, that's a Charlie Chaplin. That's Max. A, that's a damn talkie. Yeah, that's it's from a talkie. Like the 40s. Uh, that's a damn Hitler comedy. It's good. I like that movie. Do you? I did when I was in high school. And yeah, I, I didn't get. I didn't get class. far into it. I will get through it because it is. Hey. It did it win? It was, I know it's nominated. No, it was nominated. Uh, no. What are we talking about? Charlie Chaplin. I uh, we were. I kind of got off topic with it. Although we were talking about Silent. They oh, they gave him a an honorary. Yeah, they gave award. him an honorary award. They also nominated him for best directing, and for best actor, and then best writing. And then they were just like, you know, fuck it. We'll just we'll give the awards to somebody else, but we'll give you this special award as like yeah. a bonus runner up and everything. Uh, he's not his that picture not nominated for best picture or best unique and artistic picture. Like all that, like the kid and all that came out before this, right? I think so. Yeah, all his silent classics. Yeah, no, this is like the last year. This is the end yeah. of the silent era. And then they give another one. They give a, a special uh, award to Warner Brothers for producing the jazz singer, which uh, they say the pioneer outstanding talking picture, which has revolutionized Al, the industry. Al Jolson. Al Jolson stars in the jazz singer. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, also Grease Paint stars in the jazz singer. The crazy blackface, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the uh, thing that we're really going to experience in the first fucking... I mean, the the blackface, like the first 30 or 40 years 30, of yeah. the Academy. <laughs> but just the fact that any any person of color in like a lot of these movies are either a servant or... Criminal or comic relief is just—it's bananas, yeah. dude. It's bananas. There's been a lot of uh, step and fetch it characters, yeah, in some yeah. of these movies where I'm just like, Ugh. I watched and one. You know, uh, uh, what what was it? A Joan Crawford film with the girl uh, who played uh, Prissy in Gone with the Wind, and she has she's like the fifth. She has the fifth most lines in the film, something like that, fourth or fifth, and she's completely uncredited. Oh really? Yeah, it's it's insane. Queenie, oh, what's her name? I gotta look. Butterfly McQueen, I think her name is, or her stage name was. I don't know. I know. Well, I we'll know the, we'll get around to it, but it's just it's insane to, like, you look at all these like gr- like great films. Like I'm, I love like the Jimmy's, all the old Jimmy Stewart films, and it's like you watch them, and the only time a person of color comes in is like. They're a waiter. They're a waiter, a bell, or, yeah, or they just come in yeah, and make a real, zany uh, sound. That that ain't great, but that is look. It's it's shitty to talk about race and pop culture and art and stuff and be like, well, you know, it was the time, but it was like, it ain't a good time. In retrospect, (laughs) uh, hey, this ain't a good time. It's Um, it's just it's it's pretty stark in a lot like in a lot of them, especially when you get into like Gone with the Wind and stuff, where it's just. Love no, I mean, well, it's always it's always so weird because it's always so fucking white, and yeah. you're just like, and you'll just be like, well, they just made the fucking white movies, I guess, and then they'll just be like, out of nowhere, just a bellhop will come across the screen, and you're just like, oh, hello, it's a African American man, oh, he's gone. Um. There's one, uh, the one in the th- in the 30s. Here comes the Navy, where James Cagney does some fucking woof, 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 woof. We'll get to it. Yeah, we got. I mean, we're gonna get through a lot of that. I love the James Cagney pictures. I love when people talk like absolute morons. 
Yeah, I mean, and just that's... like yeah, stick it up your stick it up your pipe hole, sister. Yeah, all right, buttercup. All right. Um, there's only so the jazz singer came out this year, but it gets known it get, only gets that special award, and I don't know I don't know why. Um, I don't know why. Like, did how many awards did they give out that first year? Uh, they do picture, best unique and artistic picture, best directing comedy, best directing drama, actor, actress. The actor and actress awards in the early years, I think, are weird because you get nominated for multiple performances. Janet Gaynor wins for Seventh Heaven, Street Angel, and Sunrise. And oh, Emile really? Jannings wins best actor for The Last Command and The Way of All. So not, uh, I saw that. That Seventh Heaven was nominated for Best Picture. That and Sunrise were both nominated. Yeah, we're going to talk the third about those one? In, in a little bit. Uh, Street Angel was the last one that she was nominated for. Uh, they do Best Writing Original uh, Story, Best Writing Adaptation, Art Direction, Cinematography, those are there. Uh, engineering Effects, and then Best Writing, Title Writing. Well, Jesus Christ. Oh, I could title write a, writing. I could write the fuck out of a title back in the day. Title but, Writing? That's yeah. insane. That's just for fucking. Is that just the uh, starring? No, it, no, it's the uh, fucking uh, title <laughs> cards. You know when they do dialogue yeah. and shit, and they just pop up, and it's like, "No, sweetie, don't go." Whoever writes that shit gets that. Oh, I really? I could do that. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't need to now because we just have sound. But um, I listened to a podcast the other day too, and it and this is like the movies that the two movies that win are both very like dynamic and the camera moves around a lot and there's a lot of fucking um, cool visual effects yeah and then after this year once they get into uh talking movies all that kind of shit gets like tossed aside for a little bit because because then have, it's all about the story they can well well and technically they have now they have fucking sound that they have to run and microphones and shit like that so it limits yeah. what they can do so you wouldn't get like, you know, in Wings, some of those like fucking cool shots or like in Sunrise, you know, a lot of the stuff with um, the, you know, going through the city and all the cars and stuff going around them and stuff. Yeah. You don't get that for a while until they figure out how to be mobile with sound. So this is, uh, this was that the one in this the when they were walking they were through the city, top. though, they're in, those are the screens, dude. They're not really in the city there. I don't know about that. I think that's trickery. I think they're using screens when they're no, walking they through the traffic. Would use screens with what? No, I don't think so. I think all that stuff is practical. I don't think so. Okay. I mean, it was the fucking 20s. They I called couldn't the director and I asked him. Oh, you dug up his grave when he died yeah. 900 years ago? Yeah. Oh, okay. He didn't die all 900 right. years ago. It was like probably. No, it was directed by a ghost. He's a, he directed Nosferatu. The guy who directed Sunrise. Oh, is that why they couldn't? Is that why they had no sound? He, he doesn't that's have why, a voice box. A ghost. That's why the movie ends at sunrise because he's a vampire. He has oh, to get out of there. Fuck, dude! Sun I didn't even read that far him. into it, dude. What we I do didn't in the understand shadows, that movie at all. That guy was uh, doing a mad uh, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde in that flick. So much. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad that uh, we only have to talk about silent movies for one fucking week because yeah. it did not take any more big fucking eye. Just yeah, well, that's the thing is they. I, I mean, even as we get, as we move away from silent movies, you're still gonna get that because they're silent movie stars. 
Like, if you yeah, watch but- a Greta Gabo movie, she's acting so much with her eyes and her eyebrows and shit. Sure. Because that's, it's, I mean, that's what she w- was, you know? And then all of a sudden they're throwing uh, this new thing on and she's like, hey, I'm Greta Gabo over here. Well, how you doing? Uh, have you ever seen uh, Singing in the Rain? I don't know if that's actually what she sounded like. I, I'm playing with her right no, now. No, but in Singing in the Rain, that's the whole plot of the movies. It takes place right in this time period where things are transitioning to, yeah. to talking movies. And so the, the woman is like... The queen of uh, I have seen silent it, by the way. cinema. I didn't answer it. And then all of a sudden she's put into a talking picture and they have to redub her voice because her speaking voice is so fucking horrific. Yeah. Because that wasn't a concern when you didn't have to talk. And now it's a fucking concern. So it really is. A, a lot of these people don't uh don't carry over. Like imagine if I went from a silent movie start all of a sudden I'm saying fucking uh, hey, what the fuck are you guys fucking doing over there? What you think? What, you, what is this weird fucking Adam Sandler whisper that you're doing? What are you talking about? That's not Adam Sandler. Hubie Halloween, baby. King. Hubie Halloween rules. I'm just hoping he hears the pod and he puts us in the next big production. I could do Hubie Halloween 2. Back to the Hubie. Put me in Grown Ups 3. Oh, I'll, get, I'll get stuck in a water slide. I don't give a shit. Dude, you hate water slides. You're so committed to the craft right now. I but love I it. I love the grown-ups. Uh, there are other hey, movies. You There's are only a other... grown-up. Imagine if you could bring Lucy and Harry and they could be in a movie zoo. Uh, the Jazz Singer is the only movie that I thought got snubbed. And then uh, the only other movie that I was looking at, the year in film... Is uh, Fritz Lang's Metropolis, which is like a big yeah, that is uh, science one of the fiction. W- one of the movies that you hear about from this time. I was surprised mm-hmm. that it wasn't nominated. Have you ever no, seen? No, I that? assumed that it. Uh, my dad uh, tried to get me to watch it when I was a, a child. Yeah, and I was like, I'm not watching a silent movie. What are you insane? All I, I know said. about it is uh, the. It's got like a Tin Man on the cover, right? Like, uh, yeah, it's like real Art Deco-y, and it yeah. looks pretty cool. Um, I but that—that's a that silent on. one too, right? That was silent. It came out in 1927, but I think it came out in Germany. So I don't know what the—you know—we had just gone to war with do you them. Think, do you think that uh, the people that release these movies in 1927, and then all of a sudden there's talkies, and they're like, "Fuck, we should have waited." Damn it. We really fucked this would have been so up. much better with sound. Can't we just re-release uh, it with sound? Did anybody do that? They must have, right? Well, Wings has, uh, in Sunrise, too, they both have sound effect tracks. Yeah, and I know that um, they, they redid the uh, orchestra. Like, they... Uh, yeah. From the original score or something, but... So, the way that this shit works, and this is based off of very little research, is when you used to go to the movies, there used to be a guy that would play, like, the music on a fucking organ... Yeah. While you watch like the, the movie. Like the Fenway Park be... guy, yeah. Yeah. Well, they used to playing... have the orchestra back in the day. Right. That's what an orchestra pit was. Yeah. If you, well, they I mean, they played to for... the silent movies, right? And also, you know, for musicals and live performances and stuff. Yeah. But I mean, they literally used yeah. them no, for they the, would during play, the silent yeah. era. They would play with, you would have musicians play along to the thing. Um, and then that, um, those, those, that music gets kind of, uh, taken and then for these dvd releases i mean i've seen three of the six movies we're going to talk about and the sunrise and wings have been handled with fucking kid gloves 
Like they've been perfectly restored. The music wings, is crisp. The restoration on Wings is pretty Wild. impressive, dude. Like the friends the, of Eddie it's Coyle so work clear. looks shittier than both yeah, of those really. movies. It's very um, clear. Um, yeah, Wings. I thought the music was like just. I wish I probably watched. I should. I was like, oh, it's too loud. I could have just turned my television down. <laughs> That's on me. <laughs> I can't complain about that. I said, oh, it's too loud. But then I also said, but it lets you know when the war is going on. That's true. I mean, that's I mean, that was a big thing with it. it. It actually played to that. Are you trying you to say that the music was its own character, bro? I'm saying it was, Sean. And then wow. all of a sudden, these bags of shit start saying words, and they these take that away from us. bags of shit. All right, let's look at... This was the only year that they did this. They split the two-picture... They had two Best Picture awards. We had yeah, was it a Best Picture and Best Production? Outstanding Picture and Best Unique and Artistic Picture. Now, tell me what the fucking difference is. I don't know. They've retroactively, they've gone back and they've said that Wings was the true winner. If you I mean, in, in my in mind, it category. is. I, th- I know we apparently have, we uh, go down different paths on this belief, but... I, yeah. I liked Wings better than Sunrise. All right, let's talk about the best unique and artistic picture. And the nominees are The Crowd, directed by King Veter. What a fucking name, King Veter. That's his he real the, name? I guess so. Was he an actual king, this fellow? Uh, yeah, he's the king of Veter. Estonia? King Wallace Veter. Yeah, an American film director. Um, and then, man, looks like he goes on to not make anything I've ever heard of. Yeah, oh. well, it was 100 years ago. No, but he makes it over. He crosses over. He dies in the 70s, this fucking guy. Oh, so he probably did a couple episodes. I'm sorry, he died in the 80s at 88. What a long life for the you, The courtship King of Vitor. Eddie's father. We love you, King Vitor. Uh, <laughs> we, here's the sy- we miss you, guy we just heard about. Here's the synopsis, and this one I might actually try and track down. John... An ambitious but undisciplined New York City office worker meets Mary. Full stop, period. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they, they have very... family. They struggle to cope with marital stress, financial setbacks, and tragedy, all while lost amid the anonymous, pitiless throngs of the big city. Do they... The crowd. Is there a lot of fucking? I bet probably not. They do. It says they have kids, right? So there's at least some fucking they show, probably. Yeah, I think they show that off screen, though. Uh, that doesn't sound too unlike something like Marriage Story, which is right up my fucking alley. You know, I, I didn't love see Marriage Story. Drama. Oh, it's wonderful. He punches walls. She cries. Yeah, marriage they story. do that in Slapshot, too. Yeah, but does it have Scarlett Johansson looking all pretty? Yep. Oh, it does? <laughs> no, I got you so good, though. You were excited crowd. for a second. Uh, here's the, Jesus Christ, I can't believe this thing. I just need Bill, uh, Bill decided to take a hit off of his inhaler (laughs) for medicinal purposes. Yeah. And died. I'm all right. Uh, The next nominee is. CDC says I can breathe on you now. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Thank God. (laughs) We get these masks. Let's get back into these silent film house revivals. Chang. A Drama of Wilderness, directed by Marion C. Cooper and Ernest B. Shudasak. Shudasak. Shudasak? Yeah, it says it's the word shoe, the letter D, sack. Shudasak. And here's the synopsis of Chang. 
elephants disrupt the lives of a family deep in the jungles of northern Siam and an entire village. Uh, I did a little bit of digging into this. This was a kind of documentary. Yeah, I watched the first five minutes on YouTube. Yeah, how'd that go? Uh, it's kind of a, it feels like it's kind of a documentary. It's like, it feels like these people had a camera and they found these, this family in Siam. Yeah. So that is up uh, into their tree house and filmed the kid. Like it's, yeah, it's. Yeah. You nailed it. They, uh, they do do staged reenactments. Do do. Yeah, they, they do do. Uh, all the do do is real too. Uh, the danger was real, Bill, to all the people and the animals. Tigers, leopards, and bears are slaughtered on camera. Yeah, I think that, uh, so the first five minutes, there's a scene where a leopard gets into a goat pen. And uh, I don't think they show, that. like, they show what's supposed to be a fight. I don't know if they show the goat getting killed, but it, I mean, it definitely feels like it's, it was before, you know, they'd be like, hey, we didn't hurt anything. Back then, yeah. they'd be like, yeah, we fucking ate it right there, too. We yeah, no. Lunch. They killed animals on camera, and then in the uh, the end of the film, uh, the main characters- I think we need to get back to that, too. Just to killing animals on camera? time, dude. Just more in touch with God's law, you know? Just club a, club a dog over the head. Or... Oh, I mean, you, I mean, we've, in our past lives, you know, in the deer hunter, we've been like, uh, did they really kill that deer? Yeah. But now we're like, hey, sometimes you, sometimes you gotta take a Louisville slug into the back of a baby elephant's head. You damn right. Hey, it's a different time. Get off our backs, fellas and ladies. Uh, and speaking also. of elephant, the end of the film is uh, the main character's house is demolished by a stampeding elephant. Oh, that's disappointing. And then the directors must have been like, see ya! Yeah, right? Uh, this movie also wins the awards for the most cartoonishly racist f- fucking pokes and pictures and posters that I could yeah, find. I mean... In just a quick Google scan. Uh, some goofy imagery for Chang. Yeah. A drama of wilderness. And then the winner, of course, of Best Unique and Artistic Picture. Sunrise, A Song of Two Humans by F.W. Murnau. Uh, he's the director of Nosferatu. Nosferatu. Which is a great film. Uh, he's like the leader of German Expressionism. He's a big influence on Timmy Burton. Uh, Love you can Tim s- Burton. You I can kind of see that, that kind of stuff in uh, in Sunrise. I loved Sunrise. Uh, it's a, This is the synopsis from Letterboxd. A married farmer falls under the spell of a slatternly woman from the city who tries to convince slatternly. him to drown his wife. Uh, yeah, so the uh, all the credits too in it. It's like the bride, the husband, the girl, the lady from the city. Like it's very no lyrical. It's very poetic. Uh, I, I liked it a lot. I I I thought it was good. I I mean, I like. I think Wings was far better, but you can really see like uh, everything that like Boris Karloff took. Yeah. And like everything that went into the MGM monster movies, like this dude goes from playing the Universal his... Monster movies, you idiot. Oh, I apologize. I'm a Fucking real bag of shit. Jackass. Hey, you want to just end this relationship now? I Jesus Christ. Yeah. All right. Hang on. Just kidding. After the episode. No, but you New can see it next week. Like, there's a uh when they're in the boat together and he like gets up and starts walking or like Frankenstein. Yep. Or that like the last twenty minutes he's doing a you know, Doctor Jekyll Mr. Hyde. 
It's pretty. Uh, uh, there's some fun. Uh, it's 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 a weird movie because the first ten minutes are about this guy having an affair with a lady from the city, like out in the fucking marsh or some shit. They're yeah, just, you know the place then, where you'd go to bang back in the day. The marsh. Yeah. Then she's like, she's like, kill your kill your wife, and then we can be together. And he's like, okay. And then he takes his wife out on a rowboat, and then he has second. He has regrets. And then for an hour, they just go on a fun date. Just yeah, going after, to the city. after she like runs away and he yeah, chases her down. Wins her back stra- with it's strange. Uh, wins her back with bread. The way then again, you got to look at it from the ta- like the time that it was like you know the silent film era when you know I mean this isn't a sisterhood of the traveling pants. Obviously, we're not it at ain't that a level of no. technology. Uh, I want to I want to shout out uh, maybe the best carnival game i've ever seen in my entire life is in this movie they go they go to i want to say that fun fair scene where they go to the fair or the amusement park or whatever where it's all that like it's all stacked up like fucking levels on levels and levels looked fucking awesome and i want to go there so bad and lose a limb it looks so cool but this guy gets hung up playing this game where you throw a ball at a target and if you hit the target it opens the cage of a pig and then the pig goes down a slide i mean it ruled i loved it and then the pig got loose, and everybody in the carnival chased after. They're just a pig. chasing the pig, and the pig's drinking wine. It was real weird. Uh, Sunrise, Song of Two Humans, winner of the only Best Unique and Artistic Picture Award in history. Sunrise, they they, they retired it after they gave this one out. They said, "Hey, you're the only one, baby." We salute you. We salute you. I'm glad I watched it. I want to yeah, watch Nosferatu hey. again. What year uh, was Nosferatu? Um, it was uh, up your ass. I'm sorry. I, I would I, know it if it was Sean. Yeah, should have put it put up your butt. Uh, Nosferatu. And those 1922. Holy no, shit! No, I think it was 1976. Klaus Kinski. I mean that that <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, and then of course Shadow of the Vampire, where uh, they. The, the movie about the making of Nosferatu, where Willem Dafoe plays Willem Nosferatu Dafoe plays Dafoe. as a real vampire. Nosferatu is one of those like key movies you got to watch in order to get all of the jokes and what we do in the shadows. And okay. you know, and that's on you if you want to do that or not. I don't give a fuck. I love what we do, what we do in the shadows. Yeah, I love that more than Wings. To be honest with you, I've had uh, Nosferatu. In, in a queue on one of the streaming services for a while. Oh, you should let him out. <laughs> Nailed it. God damn it, dude. Damn, Do you dude. ever stop being annoying? It's a blessing and a curse. It's more of a curse. I got you on that one, so just fucking admit it. it Laughing in the microphone. It was good. We enjoyed it. And by now we, you wanna, I mean me. Alone. You want to talk about outstanding picture over here? I would love to. This is the we, one we're here for. This is what I live this for. Is, this is the main event, baby. So it wasn't best picture at the point, just outstanding. Just uh, just outstanding. Prettiest picture, they called it. Nope, outstanding. Cutest photograph. Nope, just the outstanding picture. Best use of a uh, picture box. Again, they not what they called it. used to call camera a picture box back then, you know that? Uh, I didn't know that. Did you make that up, or is that true? <laughs> Might have made it up. I like yeah. to make up my own history sometimes. Yeah. It's easy You know what my remember. favorite silent film is, as long as we're talking here, is... Um, uh, train coming towards camera and scaring people. Love that one. All right. 
Do you have? Have you ever seen any? Uh, before we get into the, have you seen any other silent films that you like? Have I seen any other silent films that I enjoy? Yeah, is there are there any in the rotation over sometimes there at the uh, House? Sometimes I'll watch a movie and I'll turn the sound down. Okay. Why? I don't know. You don't like the sound of John Goodman's voice? I understand. <laughs> I love John Goodman's voice. Um, hey, it's John Goodman, and I'm here to say. Oh my God! Listen to Goodman. the latest episode of Two Boys and Balcony. How much did that cameo bucks. cost? Fifty bucks. Damn, that's you haven't noticed really? the, it hasn't come out of your account yet. Oh fuck! I don't uh, got I don't got John Goodman cameo money, bro. No, he's I if he's charging fifty dollars for a cameo, we got to fucking that's gotta insanely a, low, right? We got to have an intervention for a John Goodman. What would yeah. you say? Five hundred? I mean, I wouldn't pay five hundred bucks for a video of John he Goodman. Could I say, he could get five hundred. He could get five hundred. Two fifty. I think just I to say shut the fuck up, Donnie. Dude, a cameo. You got to top out at two fifty. None of this fucking thousand dollars for a cameo shit. Oh, who do you think charges a thousand dollars for a cameo? Clara Bow. I mean, I can't yeah, hear that, a word she's saying. It's a silent I've, film joke. Sean. I just looked up. Uh... Oh wow, he is. Oh nope, it's the wrong one. I just uh, I just oh, finished it's the this... other John Goodman. No, I just finished uh, the uh, the ten hour. Uh, documentary on the Chicago oh, the Bulls. Jordan. Yeah, great. So fun. Uh what a what a fucking absolute psychopath yeah. asshole. What yeah. a just a real deranged human being Michael Jordan is. But I looked yeah. up to see if he was on cameo, which of course he's not because he's worth a billion dollars. But yeah. I wouldn't there's a guy named Michael up. Jordan, a football player. You can get Michael that if you want. B. Jordan? Uh no, yeah. Which who do you prefer at this point? Michael B. Jordan or Michael Jordan Michael Jordan? Uh, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. yeah. He's really, he's active. The other guy's retired. Yeah. He doesn't answer my calls. Michael gotta, B. Jordan will pick up. Can Michael B. Jordan slam dunk, though? From the foul I line? Could. I bet Michael B. Jordan could slam From dunk. From the foul B. line? Where's the foul line at nowadays? They keep it in the same spot that they used to have it at? They <laughs> yeah, I think, they pushed it up. I think they moved it up a little bit, make the game yeah. more exciting. <laughs> Let's Once Shaquille O'Neal got in there and he couldn't hit any of them, they pushed it up Come a couple on. feet. Come on, we don't need so many, so many of these. Outstanding lines. picture, and the nominees are Seventh Heaven, directed by Frank Borzaggi. I couldn't find it. Oh, he's he's. Uh, oh, that might be on Criterion. It's on they got a they got a Borzaggi, uh, directed by Borzaggi thing on there. Oh, they do. Well, this is definitely you can watch this on YouTube. I watched about five minutes and I go, "What the fuck am I doing?" Oh yeah, a dejected Parisian sewer worker. Uh, feels his oh, prayers you gotta are answered. You're down there with the Paris poops. When he falls in love with a street wave. Uh, I watched about like five minutes of it. The transfer is not great. That's on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, it's on YouTube, yeah. It's probably and it was, it was a dude digging shit out of the sewers and then a street washer, like a street washer, a guy who washes the street, was yeah. pushing water down the drain and it landed on him and he was just like, oh, oh I want to be that. that street washer. Oh, that's his dream. Um, and you know what? I'm okay not it's having good to seen have dreams. this. It's good to have dreams, though. Good for him. A Parisian I hope someday he gets to watch worker. the poop, the street poop down on the other guy. Uh, Janet Gaynor uh, wins Best Actress for her role in this, her role in Sunrise, and her role in Street Angel. Street Angel, Street Angel. And Frank uh, Borzaggi wins Best Directing Dramatic Picture. 
and it wins Best Writing Adaptation. Holy moly, that's a lot of wins. Uh, Sunrise gets Best Cinematography. Wings not even nominated. Seems that, rude. It seems rude that they didn't. Uh, Wings didn't get any acting or uh, directed arms, right? Uh, no. And it's weird to be like, uh, I don't know if the acting deserved it because uh, who the fuck knows what any of these people are doing? Yeah. No. Well, see, that's the thing is in Wings, they like the flying dude. They had to actually. Yeah, they fly the, the planes. Yeah, but that they, was but. No, but they had to operate the camera by themselves, fly the plane, do the act. Like, there's one part where the dude gets shot, and he's doing, like, barrel rolls. And that's, like, the dude, like, by himself in that plane fucking doing the whole thing. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's a wild movie. It's 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 truly insane what they did in Wings. But we'll get to that because we got one more movie, which I actually right, did watch. Fella. The Racket, directed by Lewis Milestone. You did watch it? What was that on YouTube? It is on YouTube, yeah. It was one. It was one of these movies that they found a uh, print of it in like 2012 in TMC. Yeah, that's what, that's what uh, they TCM. did with Wings. I believe Wings was missing for years. TCM finds the racket. They restore it the best they can, and then they make it available. Uh, a renegade police captain sets out to catch a sadistic mob boss. Uh, this movie is actually pretty cool. <laughs> It's a cool little mob movie. There's a, a pretty fun gunfight uh, with there's like a big fucking street fight between the gang of uh, bootleggers. Well, a mob boss always got to be sadistic. Why can't you be sadistic. a friendly mob boss? That's not really their way, is it? You get more people into your gang, I think, into your mob if you're friendly about it. I mean, they're always charismatic, but you they're always like... You guys want a sandwich? The I think the sadism the is fridge. like, hey, you know how we got those sandwiches? It killed a bunch Why of guys. Why don't you guys come over and swim in the pool? That I had, bring a friend. Know, like, bring a recruit. Bring your friends. I don't think they had pools back then. This is New York City, Bill. You gotta get out of. You gotta why get down to New York to a, City. Why would you move to a place that doesn't have pools? I mean, nobody had pools. I don't think you used to swim in like lakes and shit. They didn't have filters. You can't have a pool. If you had a pool in 1920, that thing is green and it's just full with fucking algae yeah, and sludge. Yeah, you just fucking dealt with it. You swim in the fucking sludge. No, you don't. You don't swim in that. You gotta You're, go to a natural. You got to go to a natural place where it stirs all that stuff See, up. See, this is the problem with being born in into a generation that already has access to penicillin. Yeah, no, you're also born into that generation, dickhead. I don't. <laughs> I know. But I don't want you. I don't want. I don't me. want you to get away with the first time thinking that you were born in the fucking 1890s. Like you were a fucking survivor of the getting, Spanish Civil War. This joke is getting tired. All right, especially since we're talking about films that this generation would love. Those people born in the 1890s, they're the ones out there seeing these films, Sean. Why don't you show some respect to these people? They can all eat my Instead ass. of playing it like we're, like we're still doing that stupid New England thing where we're like, I'm a much mouth. Why don't you fucking show a little class to these long dead film heroes? In fairness, you can't tell me that any of the people in any of the movies that we watched weren't mouse mouths because they didn't speak. You can't tell in these ones, but we're gonna. Uh, the racket, the racket, but the winner, of course... Oh, it's an airplane. It's Wings, starring Thomas Hayden Church, Stephen Weber, Tony Shalhoub. Uh, <laughs> Sherry O'Terry. No, she was not Will on Wings. Will Damon Wayans Jr. He was definitely not in Wings. LaToya Jackson. Oh, no, you're not even trying to guess. Tim Daly. Meryl Steubing. Crystal Bernard. 
Amy Yazbeck. Fritz Von Erich from the wrestling Von Erich brothers. Kerry Vonick, the Texas Tornado with his one foot. David Caruso. You a big Wings watcher? Did you ever watch Wings? The I did. I used to Wings? love that show. That was a good show, man. I enjoyed it. I always be like, how do you get from Nantucket to the mainland? Oh, that's a New England show too, huh? Yeah. I forgot that that was a Nantucket airport. How do you forget that that's a Nantucket airport? Because, dude, I'm going to be honest basis, with you. I don't think I've ever seen an episode of Nantucket. I, I don't think I've airport. ever seen a complete episode of Wings. Because anytime I would try to watch show. it, I go, what the fuck is this? Wait, that, uh, Tony on? Shalhoub, pre monk. Tony Shalhoub. That's Shalhoub. true. Thomas Hayden over. Church. I think he took over when Thomas Hayden Church left, maybe? No, they were on the same time. He was the Latka of. Uh, he was like the yeah, mechanic. One of them took off and then someone replaced him. I forget. But it's uh, not important to this because we actually watched a different Wings. We watched a movie uh, called Wings from 1927. With the it, it girl, Clara Bow. Yeah, and she is it in she is in this movie. I'm trying to figure out how to she's barely in this movie. Yeah. I don't She wasn't uh, crazy about being in this movie. No, I read that as well. Uh, but she was in a movie called It, and that's why they called her the It Girl. Yep, she played Pennywise, the clown. I watched that on, yeah, it's pretty good. Any references and... to, in that uh, film, It, yeah. d- does Stephen King, like, reference that at all? Or is he just, was he just, like, coked out of his no. mind and he couldn't think of another word? He's like, ah, no, oh, the monster, it's that, like, it, 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 that... it, 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 it's It. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that that was probably just a coincidence. That there was so? a movie called it back then and then yeah he wrote um i can't speak for the man so hey Stephen king listen up if you hear this if you listen to this episode as we assume you do every week uh call us on the balcony hotline what we, oh it's ringing uh i can't hello, answer the phone this is Dur- Stephen king hello i'm Stephen king i've been hit by a car again Please oh, come no. get me. No, that was a bad riff. I love the man. I apologize for trying to bring 1927, a little directed by William A. Wellman, released by Paramount Pictures. Yes, they fought um, for this guy to direct it because he was an actual World War One flying fella. They called him a damn, a damn, a damn Snoopy. They didn't call them pilots yet. They called them flying boys of the sky brigade. Big boys Uh, of the sky patrol. I'll tell you, I was very apprehensive going into this movie because it is two hours and 20 fucking minutes. Yeah, Yeah, it's a long movie. Woof, man. Too long. I've seen it twice now. That's a lot of time spent with wings. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I really liked it, dude. I thought it was great. Um,. It uh, it wins the Academy it Award far, for Best Picture. It, it far exceeded my expectations of what a silent fi- a two and a half hour silent film would be. Yeah, like I, I thought mean, it was just going to be a complete slog, and I didn't find it to be that at all. No, I so you know Sunrise tight ninety minutes, boom, bingo yeah. bango, we're in and we're out. We get a nice little story. Wings is a fucking epic, and when you watch it, the scope of this movie is absolutely fucking in. Sane, like just ten on ten fucking flying fights, where you're just like, yeah. ah, that's a lot of planes just flying with actual actors in them and cameras strapped to them. Yeah, they used uh, 
national guard like the majority of the soldiers and the planes and all the shit in there was uh texas national guard yeah they said they couldn't get enough stunt pilots they, so they had to recruit the, from the military the military gave like 16 million dollars i think it was to the to the cost of this movie uh i mean yeah it's probably adjusted for inflation yeah because the total budget of this thing was two million dollars which is uh, adjusted for inflation. I'm seeing here that's a $28 million film, which is still pretty low for today's standards compared to all it's the shit for, that they fucking for the, Yeah, for all the shit that they do. It's um, it's wild. Um, I would say uh, the story uh, is not does not equal the spectacle. John, the story. story is old as time. All right, here we boy go. Boy meets girl. Boy shows girl his car. Girl loves boy. Boy doesn't know girl loves him. Boy loves other girl. Boy chases other girl. Other mm-hmm. boy loves other girl. Other girl loves other boy. The yep. first boy has a car. He shows second girl, and she goes riding with first boy, and then yep. she gives a picture to the other boy, and he goes to war, and then the other boy goes to war, and then stuff uh-huh. happens. Yeah, it's old this accurate. time. All right, well, that's the plot. So, anywho, <laughs> uh, I mean, this thing starts off. Uh, all of the, uh, it's kind of. Uh, uh, I mean, here's the thing. I always feel like these movies are all comedies because I'm so used to like Charlie Chaplin and yeah, that kind of shit and that kind yeah, of style. Yeah, like, you used into this, to it. But... Just when I think a a silent film, I think a slapstick. Right. And this isn't that, but it's got that kind of. Uh, it's a little lighter it has elements than of it, but it's, yeah, it's it's not. They don't take the story part of it super serious. I also at no point could tell the difference between Jack Powell and David Armstrong. The oh, two I pilots. could. David Armstrong looks like Tom Brady. Um, I don't know what he looks like. He's a handsome uh, fellow. He has a hand- stone cold fox. Um. So uh, it's there's two pilots. We got Charles Rogers as Jack Powell and Richard Arlen as David Charles Armstrong. Buddy Rogers. No, that's that's the fucking Nature Boy. Oh, it is Charles Buddy Rogers. Holy shit! Yeah. Um, the You're fuck was I thinking? Rick I'm thinking of just Flair? no, no, no. I'm thinking of uh, the Nature Boy, Buddy Rogers. That's a wrestling guy. I'm just looking that up so I don't sound fucking insane. You do sound insane, nevertheless. Yeah, there he is. Huh? Whew. Nature Boy, Buddy Rogers. <laughs> Yikes. Good um, pod. Great pod. Uh, I wonder if he picked his uh, his uh, wrestling name after this guy, Charles Rogers. Who could fucking care? Uh, Charles Rogers. Charles Buddy Rogers. Uh, and then Claribo is uh, the fucking... Chucky uh, Bud, I'd call him. Claribo plays Mary Preston, the next-door neighbor that's in love with Jack, but Jack's in love with Sylvia. Sylvia's in love with David. David's in love with Sylvia. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. David Uh, and Sylvia are in love with each other. Mary's in love with Jack. Jack's in love with Sylvia. Yeah, so there's all these uh, love triangles. It's unrequited love. And Mary's out fucking pounding sand. She's right next door, Jack. She's a pretty lady. She's probably the sexiest lady alive in the 20s. She painted a decal, the shooting star on your car. Claribo uh, is a name that I've always heard, and I didn't really know why, but she was a silent film style, and I've only learned this week that she was like a fucking sex symbol for the 20s. Yeah. 
She was the it girl. And that's what that, that movie it was about. It's supposed yeah. to be like, uh, they say that if uh, whoever has the person that has it can immediately get the other sex, like a man with it can find the, find the wife, you know, and that's what the whole movie is about. And then I guess she carried that throughout her, throughout her career, you know? Yeah, I mean, she only makes a couple of... Uh, she doesn't really transition into sound films. She does a couple. Um, and then she's basically retired by, like, the 40s. Uh, she's married... Uh, she was married to uh, Victor Fleming. Uh, or engaged to Victor Fleming, who was the director of The she... Wizard of Oz and Gone with the Wind. And she was married she to was Rex like Bell. A, you know... Uh like tabloid fodder like she right. i guess she had uh like an affair with gary cooper who's in this movie for like two seconds and this is where yeah, they he, met she uh she's uh it said uh she was real real flirty with all the pilots uh and they all fucking loved her um you know that's what it says though but you know maybe she wasn't maybe they were all just <laughs> you know I mean, weird, weird thing to fucking it's a different just. Different time, Sean. Hey, it was it's a different, different times. Time. And also, hey, it's okay to flirt with people. Um, are you flirting with me right now? Is that what oh, this is? Jesus Christ, no. Too much eye contact. Look away. I'm not. I've not made eye contact with you in four years. And that's too much long, eye contact. Look away. It's been a long time. Once every four years is too much for me. Uh, the war is on. I, I, a lot happens. Uh, and 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 a lot of this movie is, in my opinion, uh, it's just a lot that I didn't need. But that's well, a okay. lot of this movie is just showing off flight because it's the first movie that actually filmed flight, and uh, I guess it played in theaters for like years because people were so enamored with Charles Lindbergh. Right. And with his yeah, crossing he, the Atlantic. He flew across the Atlantic and everybody was fucking aviation crazy. Um these two guys uh enlist in the uh the air uh force army air service it says for World War 1. Ever heard of it? Fun stuff. The first one they call it. The war to end the all big wars. War. Uh and they when they leave Jack our uh, main protagonist he uh, gets a picture from Sylvia because she's just like, I felt bad for him. I just assumed he was going to die. Yeah, but she, it, but it was a picture she was giving to David. Yeah, she was going to. He but just then showed up and. She's and, like, uh, okay, I guess it. you can have this. Like, Which is kind of shitty. The back of it's written to David, isn't it? Um, He just sees, like, she has it ready to give to David. Right. And Jack shows up and he asks her for one and then she's like. She just happens to have one on the table ready to give to David. Yeah, which is like one of those things where it's like, yeah, this is the time to mention that uh, no, I'm not, I'm just, I'm just not that into you, like the yeah. book says. Uh, they get, uh, they get stationed together at basic training. Uh, I thought the basic training uh, sequence was pretty fun. Yeah, There's some. And uh, they got the the dude with the uh, Dutch name. Oh yeah, pulling out the American flag tattoo. Yeah, that goofball. I mean, yeah. all that—that's that kind of shit that's where it's that like slapstick. That's right. But that's the thing is like when this I think got of it all. silent picture, I, that's what I think of. I think of right. Charlie Chaplin falling down, wiggling his mustache, or is that Groucho Marx? Whoever did that? Eh, they all fucking did weird shit. 
Yeah, yeah, who's that? Herman Schwimpf was the character's name. Yeah. Uh, and, he, you know, he just makes faces, and you go like, oh, hey, huh? He looked like uh, Mr. Ropa from Three's Company, a young Mr. Yeah. Ropa. I mean, everybody from the fucking looks silent like eras movies <laughs> looked like those fucking guys. They did, all these people just have, like, just fucking plain white face. Like, they just all, they, none of them look like human beings anymore. Like, Clara Bow, if you look at her, well, yeah, like, I mean, they'd be an alien. Too. Yeah, they, I mean, it's just like, Nowadays, it's just like an Instagram filter. It's just but a they damn do it with pr- practical effects, baby. Fucking pancake makeup. I loved when Instagram filters you saw like be Gary done in Koopa, camera. Dude. Gary Cooper, stunning looking fella, but you can Handsome. see that he's like caked up with makeup. Caked up, dude. Handsome fella, not in here long. He just gets out there, eats. No, we're hey, we're gonna get to that. Placements of chocolate bar. These two dudes, they go to training. Uh, they're having fights. Uh, they're not getting along. Yeah. David's got a David, uh, of course, has a little tiny teddy bear that his uh, mother gives him, or I don't know what the fuck was up with this little baby teddy bear. Yeah, it's something that his mother. It, he, it was like a security thing. When yeah, he was it was a, a kid, little good luck charm kept it forever. They uh, basic training consists of. Um, I made a note on this. Um, they go, they go, they shoot machine guns at model planes. They do a bunch of burpees, that thing where you jump up and then you do a push yeah. up and kick your legs out, and crush the kid's hat, and then everybody just puts on boxing gloves and they fucking beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. That's training hand for the military. Combat, we call that. Hand yeah. Hand. They just fucking pound the... F- and then these two really get into yeah, it, and then everybody Sean, fucking... Sean, that was training for the military in World War One. <laughs> yeah. We're not doing a lot of boxing, I don't think. Stab somebody with your musket. And then fucking rabbit punch, jab, hook. Oh, yeah, but they were they were uh, air corps, so they were training to shoot the guns at the planes. Yeah. And then to box Do the burpees. they had to parachute out of the plane. Uh, the burpees then- for when you land on your parachute. They do, uh, they do their, uh, they do their fight, but uh, they gain each other's respect. They end up getting. And that's nice. It's nice to see a boy. You love it when friends, you know, people, rivals come together. It's like you're really game. And I gotta tell you, I think David would kick the ever living shit. Fucking out of Jack. wash. He's Jack. got like fucking eight inches on him, dude. Not even close. Yeah, right. Uh, he would have just fucking just caved in his fucking skull. I'd like to see the outtakes where David's like, nah, 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 not here, buddy. We love outtakes, don't we, folks? We live for them, I think. It's some. Uh, he's got his little teddy bear. They meet their roommate, uh, who's Cadet White, played by uh, Gary Cooper, who's the only man Stunning. to kind of transition out of this thing. He's a big fucking burly man's man. Even what then, was Gary Cooper's big movie? Was uh, it putting on the Ritz, or is that is he just in that song putting on the Ritz? Because I, I honestly don't think I know. Uh, I mean, I know Gary Cooper uh, from my favorite Western, High Noon. That's a Gary Cooper joint. Um, looking him up right now. Uh, here we go. Mr. Deeds goes to town. Uh, the Pride of the Yankees, for whom the bell tolls. High Noon. The Fountainhead. You know, it's Gary. It's fine. Right, so he's a working Gary Cooper. Hey, I'm sure he will. Credits. He's gonna come up again in the next weeks and months, over and over and over. Uh, Super he, duper. Uh, like he's got uh, wins the best picture. He's got the uh, uh, best actor nominees and awards. 
We're gonna we're gonna talk about Gary Cooper down the road, but he's here at length. He's here today. He comes Hello, out. I'm Gary Cooper. Give me a cigarette, you piece of shit. Lil Lil Davy is uh, hugging his teddy bear, and Gary Cooper gives him a long lecture about good luck charms and how you're a fucking baby, and then he leaves to go do a training mission and immediately crashes into another yeah. planet. Which Just is going the, to do some figure eights before breakfast. Hey, the number one thing you don't want to do with a plane, crash it into another dude. plane. And the, the number two thing you want to do is figure eights after breakfast, dude. Get something Get something in there. Get some, some Cheerios. Protein. You don't got to fill up. You don't got to fill up. Just get no. a little bit in there. Yeah, just you don't want to be hungry up in the sky. You just want to fight the dizzies off. You're up doing donuts in a plane. You don't yeah. want to be thinking about, oh, I didn't eat. Have something light. Have uh, one half of a bagel, maybe. And also, don't crash a plane into another plane. Don't crash a plane. You saw his shadow. Why would you fly your shadow at his shadow? You can't be doing that shit. Um, yeah, then we get this shimp guy. We get a scene with him where he got booted out of the plane. But, I mean, this is this is these guys, Jack and David, haven't even flown yet. And this fucking dude who's, like, supposed to be some he's someone they, they're looking up to, like, immediately dies. And they're like, right. wow. Ooh, we should probably get out of this thing. This is rough. Uh, they uh, they do the dawn patrol. Uh, they get dawn patrol. They get woken up in the middle, like in the morning, to go fly the first uh, round of planes. And then there's this fucking epic. Jack is too excited for that. Fucking wild dogfight, uh, which is pretty fucking spectacular. It's like five American planes versus five German planes. Is this when they run into Kellerman in the Flying Circus, right? Uh, I think so. Um, they do this. They so, rotoscope. Uh, they draw on the film the uh, the fire is, from the. Is that what that is? It's yeah. so cool. So I that must have been an effect that I think they redid it when they restored it, but that must have been an effect when they did it because they just draw it directly onto the. Uh, yeah. Color it onto the film and then it project it, so it looks like it's ooh color two colors. Dude, yeah, it it. Uh, I mean, back in if if. They did it back in the day. It must have been mind blowing. Um, I think a lot of the stuff in this probably was. Hey, you got something going on with your headphones or something? Because you're dropping the sound in and out. I'm dropping in and out, Sean. Yeah. What is happening? You I don't tell know. me. I don't know. That's what I'm asking you. What is happening? I think you're recording fine, but I just can't hear you. Let's hope to God I'm recording fine. Uh, just put your face closer to your iPad. That's all you got to do. My face is as close as it can be. Uh, you know what these guys needed in order to defeat these Germans? They needed a damn Snoopy. They need bigger guns. Um, this uh, uh, Snoopy, uh, the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown, uh, Snoopy's World War One fighter uh, race. Keep rolling. Let me see if I can fix this. All that stuff disconnect. is uh, keep going. All that shit of Snoopy uh, crawling through the weeds after he crashes his doghouse. That's all directly out of wings. Um, they uh, Jack uh, Jack Powell crashes his plane like a just a dumb bitch, if you ask me. Uh, but he's saved by the British trench boys. We love those. Dude, British I'm gonna say right now, trench warfare. No, thank you. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it seems like it sucks ass. It seems like the worst of all possible uses for a trench. You could run 
sewer lines in that thing. You can yeah. run telecommunications. You could pee you're gonna in get, it. You're going to get inside. Yeah, you could pee in it and cover it up. Um, Poop inside no. that thing if you wanted to. Yeah, this scene was pretty. The fucking war scenes in this movie are, I mean, you they could have been filmed yesterday. They're, like, so good. Yeah. Dude, they're great. And we're going to, uh, in a couple weeks, we got uh, All, All Quiet, Quiet on the Western Front. And then and in uh, brutal, two two years, we got 1917, which I have not seen, but I'm going to. What? Gonna, Already? I want to watch that because uh, it's World War One, baby. Maybe I'm, oh, a, I'm maybe I become like a big. Are you doing a joke? No, 1917. The fucking almost beat Parasite. Yeah, that's the joke. All right. Yeah, it's not 1918. 1917. No, you're doing a riff. I'm not doing a riff. It's the name of a movie. In a couple. Yeah, but we're not watching it in a couple years. Yeah, it came out in 2019. We probably won't get to it till about 2023. Till 2017. So, yeah. I think January 2023 is the earliest that we might watch 1917 and talk about Put it. Put it on your calendars, losers. Yeah, you and fucks. Winners as well. You dipshits. If podcasts aren't made illegal by then, and I don't know what we're going to be doing. Oh, God. If this isn't illegal by then, what's Come the on. I want to be edgy, baby. I just. me. I'm going to say this. I want to wrap this fucking Academy Awards shit up before Donald Trump gets reelected in 2024. <laughs> I don't uh, have a joke anymore. We gotta wrap this whole thing up. You've just disappointed me. Yeah. Terribly. Well, hey, there's already signs up in town. Okay, Trump 2024 signs. I wish I was so kidding. Cool. Wish I was kidding. Uh, I mean, it's not like a cult just quits. No. Uh, speaking of cults, the British Army saves Jack. Oh, the British Army comes in. They say, Jack, let us save you, sir. Yep, they give him some. Uh, they bring him into one of their little tunnels. Come and... get drunk with us. And then, uh, meanwhile, uh oh, elsewhere, uh, Clara Bow shows back up because she's the most famous person in this movie, and now she's driving ambulances. Like she's a goddamn. Joined like... the. Uh, she joined the. Uh, what do you call it? The Wax? Were they the Wax then? Women's Auxiliary Corps. Something like that. She's yeah. she's an ambulance driver, like a farewell to arms. Um. And uh, they all get medals for that big dog fight, and they get to go on I mean, on they leave. should as well. They should, Sean. You ever get a medal sure. for a dog fight? Uh, or has it all been unrecognized? No, most of my dog fights have resulted in uh, trophies. I heard you're fighting your dog now, right, brother? Jesus, this guy, this dog's got poop. <laughs> got shit taped all up in her butthole. It really sucks butt. Uh, he gets the medal. They get to go on leave in Paris. Gay Paris. Dude, some of the shots in here. They, this is where they do that table shot. Ooh, so, beautiful! And it's, it's been insane. copied a billion times. Yeah, it must have like, it must have been wild back then, dude. To see well, that's that. That's what I. That's what I mean. You can't once they get once they get past this kind of shit, this kind of stuff, they can't move the camera around as freely once they get into sound. So, yeah. But in this in sunrise, you're gonna you see a lot of real fucking invention that goes away for the next couple of years. That's when the the you get the Busby Berkeley. It's all practical, like fucking crazy wackiness and like the set spin and shit like that. Yeah. Um. But this when they're going right through those tables, it fucking is really really cool. Yeah, it's very cool. And then we stay here for about I don't know three and a half hours of just these yeah, dudes it goes getting into that, drunk. The bubble scene too, like that when it bubble goes thing. Into that. That's fun once. Yeah. It it carries on for a long time. Yeah. So these guys are all, they're all meeting some French girls, 
and they're all doing some smoochy woochies. Uh, but uh, Clara Bow shows up and she sees uh, Jack and she's like, ooh, the guy I've always loved. Yeah, but she's got that order that everybody's got to, like, yeah, leave, leave has been canceled. canceled. Everybody's got to go back. But uh, they don't know that yet. So while they're all fucking drinking, they start, like, uh, tapping their champagne glasses and then little cartoon bubbles start to float away. And it was clearly like they just figured out how to do this effect. And, and they just they wanted to blow people's it. minds. Yeah. And then they didn't stop doing it the entire scene. Yeah, and this is this is an instance where you could have cut this down from two and a half hours. Yeah, this is a movie for grown-ups. Uh, we might be in, <laughs> we're impressed with the fake bubbles once or twice, once. but not yeah, 30 it, fucking yeah. times. So then at some point... Like I, they could have done it that first time and then done it with her dress when, when it... The dress makes the bubbles, and he leaves with her. Yes, yeah, but not yeah, yeah, the yeah. fifty-three times in between. And then, and just for good measures, once Mary and Jack go back up to his or room, in the room, yeah, he's sitting there, and he he he's has he has no idea who she is, even though they've lived next door to each other their entire lives. Yeah. He's so blind drunk, he doesn't know what the fuck what's up and down. And he taps the bedpost, and another bubble comes up, but this one's the size of his head, and he pops it right in front of him. And then uh, after the lady in the bathroom's like, oh, let me dress you up in one of the dancers' dresses. Yeah. What? He passes out. Um, so then she's she starts, she goes to change back into her regular clothes when uh, two of the boys uh, come to get this guy. And they knock on the door, and we get a little bit of, I'm just looking around. <laughs> Don't say it loud. We get Very some brief. Old titty. Blinking, you missed it. Because it was barely there, but she. Uh... Hey, my headphones are about to die. That's what's happening. Oh, okay. Rest in peace to your headphones. Let me. Uh... Can we pause for a minute? Let me just switch this out. To yeah, the just old keep, headphones. keep the recording going, you pain in my ass. All right. We were just at the nudity, right? Yes. Uh,. Yeah, so we're back. Technical difficulties. Sorry. Technical difficulties. It was my fault. Please do not send the angry letters to Sean this time. Yeah, this I will one hundred percent me. Yeah, send them. If it Sean if it, can't he can't read them. If it helps you deal with your emotions that you're feeling about Bill fucking up his headphones again. When you say write the letter. If it makes you feel you better. Say you won't read them. You mean you can't read them. And you gotta deal with that. You gotta admit it. I mean what look, I can't read them. I won't read them. Same, Same thing. Jeff. All right. Uh, That's fine. You know what I mean? I could learn to read. I won't. I don't know what's going on. We're here. Uh, so then they get, uh, so she, we get the scene where they barge in on her changing her clothes and, huh? Something for the yeah, fellas. Yeah, this kid, this kid looks like uh, a real alfalfa. I think he might have been alfalfa. I mean, probably not since the Little Rascals definitely came in the talking era. <laughs> so, did they? Yeah. The, did they start in the talking era? Yeah, those are, those are fucking... Our gang is from the 30s. Uh, Jesus Christ, now I'm talking out my ass like I know everything about our gang. Uh, oh, fuck, I hope so. Oh, from 1922. Oh, Jesus Christ, you might be onto something here. You could possibly be onto something. I could be. I could be on something. 
Because they had they had our gang, and then they turned into little rascals. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I don't know. All right. Uh, Fair enough. I'll I'll figure that out on my own time. Yeah. You know what? You got nothing else to do. I have been on the uh, Wings TV show IMDb this whole time by accident. Oh though, shit! So. That's that's a mistake. Any trivia I have given out has been wrong. Yeah, da, 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 da. All right. So then they get called back. The reason they get called back is because we nudity. Get... Sean, she. This is yeah, the she first shows movie. This is the f- barely. You can't really see anything. Barely. But it's the first movie to do that, and it was some uh, nude male bums. Yeah, some uh, b- in the b- recruitment b- b- offices, uh, buttoxes. Yeah, and I think Clara Bow is just like I think her her whole thing is like she was very uh, progressive in terms of uh, female sexuality, and she, she probably was the flapper girl didn't give a shit. She's like, she got yeah. uh, she was like the uh, the flapper girl. She got the people getting the Rachel haircut. Or the Clara Bow, whatever yeah. it was at the time, you know? Yeah, they loved uh, that bob cut with the fucking yeah. bucket hat over the head. And she'd um, do her lipstick like a fucking heart shape. Yep. Like a little Betty Boop thing. Um, She was a dish, Sean. This this broad was a real dish, oh, they would have said them, back then. We don't then. call them broads now, but... Uh, no, we don't, but but our grandpappies probably no, did. they sure did. Oh, our, our grandpappies, who, boy, oh, boy, they the Clara Bow. bunch of... Bunch of smut mouth fellas, them them guys. Though probably just, uh, my grandparents, just, I don't think were born until maybe they. I don't know if they were born. I don't know to be honest. You with don't you. think your grandparents were born? You think that they were a science experiment in a lab? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was going for. Wow. How did you know? You know what? I love that. Our we, after a hundred episodes, we can finish each other's sentences. <laughs> it's pretty nice sandwiches. Uh, are stupid and you put them in your butt. That's what you were thinking, right? Yep. Uh, we get the Battle of Saint Marie, some World War Two, World War One battle. Um, this is where they bring the big bomber. Yeah, this is where the they have that like um, that it looks like a zeppelin, like a big blimp, but it's, yeah, it's just like a balloon with like a basket hanging down from it, so that they're spying. I also want to say this about fucking uh, the dog fights and the fucking air combat. What a fucking dumb waste of time. Like, if you shoot down a plane, all you just don't have a plane. Like, oh, wait a minute. You're talking about the actual combat, the not actual the film. combat. Like, it, just the all idea right. that, like, we're going to wage the war in the sky. It's just like, you're not gaining ground. You're not doing any. Like, I mean, they do do some bombing, I think. Let me make sure that I. Uh tag the Air Force in this episode. Yeah, <laughs> Just yeah, so let them know. This they, is not they a They can hear what vehicle. you think about what they do. I mean, now I get it, because they go and they, you know, they uh, have no, a, It's too late. It's too late. You they can't do, backpedal they now, do. They dude. fucking play video games, and they send a no, drone now, to bomb a school yeah. bus, but... Back then, it was just, you know, guys up there just going... They had to actually make the noise when they did it, too. <laughs> well, I mean, you would, too. Uh, it's like the pow, 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 pow. It's like Lara Dern in the Last Jedi when she was had like a fucking space laser and they kept she they kept going you you have to stop saying pew 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 we can see you going pew 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 yeah I never I never saw the Last Jedi well Lara Dern Academy Award winning uh, actress and National Treasure plays uh, the 
Some kind the of Star Wars story for me ended at uh, E.T. Not a Star. Well, okay, it's not a Star Wars movie. Prove prove me wrong. I mean, he's it, trying to get back to his home, which is in a, in a different that, place. I mean, the whole thing about Star Wars is that they all want to leave their homes. Whiz, no. Yeah, uh, Luke Skywalker wants to get off Tatooine so bad. Don't fucking come at me with this bullshit. His father is Darth Vader, and his home is the Death Star. He's going home. That is not Darth Vader's home. He does not what are you live talking on the, about? He doesn't live on the Death Star, idiot. Where does he live? Uh, probably on an Imperial Star Destroyer. But oh, he, probably. Right. Yeah, Fuck he's off. probably got a condo Fucking in Del Boca Vista, you jerk. You don't know shit from Shinola. I don't know shit, but you don't know. What is Shinola? It's your fucking face. Yeah. Uh, is that a blackface joke? That's not funny. <laughs> well, you shouldn't have put on blackface when we did the recording, idiot. It's a fucking audio fucking podcast. You should have put on black voice. You, you wanted to be really offensive. <laughs> This show is so stupid. I don't think in the history of cinema there have been two stupider people to discuss the 1927 film Wings for this long. I don't know if Siskel and Ebert have tackled it. No, they are pretty fucking dumb. Dumb fucking guys keep fucking dying. (laughs) You just... Oh, I'm so on a, edgy now. I'm on a damn roll, man. Yeah, Tony Hinchcliffe's gone. I got to step it up. Oh, poor fella. Uh, so uh, they have this big, crazy fucking dog fight, and they got a big German bomber, and it's fucking wild. It's- yeah, Mary's Mary's delivering uh, penicillin to the town where it's, that's getting bombed. Yeah. I, I can't, like, we cannot... I'll speak for Bill on this. We cannot stress how impressive the air combat in this movie is. Yeah, it's great. I don't I don't know if there's another movie that does it even close this, to as good this as this is, movie. This is what I think of when uh in the aviator when he's supposed to be filming his his epic. Yes. Which isn't this, right? I don't I no. forget what movie it was. Yeah, but we had that's a- what I assume it, that would be. Uh, we, my brother, I was talking to my younger brother about that, and he brought up the Aviator and how Howard uh, Hughes was making a, a a movie, but it was not Wings. Yeah. Uh, this is like, but the scope of it is just no, it's this is, insane. This is l- real people flying real planes and fucking maneuvering and doing fucking death spirals and fucking. And they do this cool thing where they they draw on the flames so you know which planes are going down and then which yeah. planes are just fucking like swooping and ducking around shit. Uh, if you can go on YouTube, I don't. You, I'm sure that the just the the fucking plane fights are up there. They're really worth watching and considering that it's 1927 and they're filming all this shit from above. That was what fucking blew my mind the most. Oh yeah, that, I mean that's. I think that's what got people going out to see it so much. Just some of the it's fucking, some of the shots of the landscape below the plane. It's must crazy. have been crazy because you can go like, oh, you can shoot from the ground, and you got planes doing loop de loops and shit like that. No, that would look it would look cool, but to yeah. go even higher than the fucking planes and see them coming in and out of clouds and all that stuff is really fucking wild. Yeah, it's great. Um, so uh. Uh, this time, David gets shot down. These two guys that started out as Im- rivals. I can only imagine how much better it would have been if they could have put like Tom Cruise, Limp, Limp Biscuit in the soundtrack. 
you know? Just one of those days where you don't want to give a fuck. Everybody sucks. Keep on rolling, 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 rolling. I would love, if anybody out there listening would love to, uh, would would please redub uh, some of the action sequences from Wings with uh, fucking wow. late 90s rap metal. I would. I mean, I might... I might be doing that later today. <laughs> Keep on rolling, rolling, rolling. Uh, David, yeah, gets- it's pretty amazing though. The and like some of the planes, dude. Like you see them take it. That Charles, Charles Buddy Rogers. They said uh, spent eight hundred air hours filming this movie. Yeah, I mean, I one and of them, I- one of the guys. I think it was. Uh, uh, Richard Arlen, who plays David Armstrong, he was an actual. He had flown planes in World War One. Yeah, and the, other the other one guy had to, he learn. had to learn, and he did. Um, but uh, 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 David Richard Arlen, David Armstrong, he gets shot down, um, and he crashes into like a lake, and there's a bunch of Germans there, but he gets away. Um, and. The what he what happens? The tragedy of this movie is that he escapes. The Americans uh, win the fight. The combined Allied forces, because I'm, I'm sure France pretended they contributed some shit. Hey, come on, listen. You don't. Uh, Bunch those of cowards. Fri- those fries. fries don't come from it, from trees. No, they don't. They come from potatoes, which you get from Ireland. That's us, baby. Somebody's somebody's out there. Uh, you know. Doing things. Some frog. And Oh dude, you what the fucking are you what are you doing? No. Who me? You can't No. I don't even know why that is racist towards French people, but I don't uh, care. Of course you don't. Uh, you can be racist towards cis, French people. Cis white male. <laughs> I'm comfortable in my skin. Yeah, you don't mind taking other people out at the knees. My American As long as it benefits you. Yeah, as long as it benefits me. Uh, the French people, they smoke too much. Um, and they eat baguettes. I eat baguettes. <gasps> I might be French. So we forgot to talk about... <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> yeah, we did. What did we forget to talk about? When, uh, when he gets shot down. No, I keep trying to. He but get... before, no, before he gets shot down, when, uh, in that first dog fight, when, uh... Uh, what's the dude, uh, Flying Circus guy, Kellerman? Monty Python. He, like, lets him go when he sees his oh, gun jam. Yeah. And there's, like, there was still chivalry up in the sky. Yeah, yeah, And he, like, waves him off. That's that's uh, <laughs> my favorite Christmas song, and this is the God's Honest Truth, is Snoopy vs. the Red Baron, because it's got a great, uh, by the Royal Guardsmen, it's got a great chorus about Christmas bells, damn Christmas bells. But it's all about how Snoopy had to fight the Red Baron on Christmas Eve. And then at the end, the Red Baron lets him go and he goes, Merry Christmas, mine friend. Because of the church bells below warmed his heart. You love that. I loved it. I love enemies. I love guys just shooting guns at each other and then going, ha ha, never mind. You love, you love Christmas carols. They're Christmas filming a new bells. one at the, at the Social Plaza. Yeah. Hey, man, COVID. Uh... I don't want to talk about it because I'm up, for, I'm, up for Ebeneze, I'm up for Ebenezer Scrooge. It's down to me and Ryan Reynolds or Will Ferrell. I'm not sure who's playing who. Right. It's got to be Ryan Reynolds. It's got to be the Scrooge, right? 
Is it Ryan Reynolds or Ryan Gosling? Reynolds. Yeah, it's not going to be good. No? No. Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell Christmas uh, Carol? You don't think that the Christmas Carol that they made at the Nordstrom wing of the Social Plaza (laughs) is going to be good? No, too many escalators. You get to go down to that that underground target. (laughs) Wait a minute. What did you just call them? Escalators. No, you said escalators. Espanolators. And I'll tell you right now, Sean. Fucking adorable. Escuados. You're adorable. I got to go on to Escuado. Uh-oh, watch my step. Good thing my right, shoes are wrap, Velcro. Let's wrap this bitch up. I'm trying si- to. Silent era is taking too much out of me. Oh, I look. Uh, so uh, uh, David gets shot down, but he escapes by stealing a German biplane, and then oh, he tries yeah, he to does. fly back towards the Allied forces. Now, here's the problem. When you fly enemy aircraft towards your home base they don't know it's you and then they sh- yeah. and then the tragedy is jack his best friend his war buddy is preaching the r- to the fucking choir brother rival I never fly. for lady sylvia's affection shoots down his best friend and then he comes down he doesn't he, know it though he doesn't know he it he doesn't know it now of course david is screaming to the other plane don't you don't know you it's recognize me? me no idiot nope. You're in a plane that's got an iron cross on it, dickhead. Um, and also, uh, David looks like he could be flying one of them German planes. Anyways, yeah. both of them do. Very Aryan. Um, so they they come down. Um, a plane crashes into a house at some point. I remember that. I thought that was pretty fucking cool. Yeah, that's David's plane. Yes. Oh, that's that. right. Yeah, he crashes into the house. Um. They and then and Jack goes the, down. They discover that the guy, the pilot's not dead, so he's gonna go over and I don't know, stab him in the brain like a zombie or something. But uh oh, it's his best friend David, and they have a a weird homoerotic moment where they. Well, the lady, no, the lady calls him in. He goes to take the 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 iron cross off the plane, and then the lady who's at the house, who is the director's wife and daughter of the people in front of the, pl- the house when it crashes. Oh, fun. She calls him in. She says he, he has just moments to live. You should come see him. He's so young. And he, like, hops in through the wall that's broken open. Yeah. And, it's... and he's like, David. And then they have such a... Uh, so tender. So tender moment that's like... Uh, maybe somebody gets a doctor while this is going on. Yeah, instead like, of we could save this guy's no, no, we just yeah. want to. And hug. then he he asked the what's it gendarm? He's like, uh, can we get a doctor? He's like, nah. It's I mean, if it was worth it, we would have done it already. No, nah, what are you bro. fucking? The guy fell out of the sky after you blew him up, dickhead. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we can get a doctor to pronounce him dead. I guess. Yeah, but. yeah. God can't fix stupid, you piece <laughs> of shit. <laughs> <laughs> <It's fucking laughs> That would have been the best if there was just a title card. Can we can we get a doctor? And then they just God can't fix stupid friend. Uh, David, uh, he goes, hey, it's not your fault. I mean, it is one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. And then uh, he goes home. He gets the hero's welcome. There's a big parade. He goes and visits uh, David's grieving parents and returns uh, his medal of honor and the fucking no. He brings the bear, little yeah. tiny teddy bear. Um, and she's like, "I wanted to hate you, but it was war. I cannot blame you. It was war." 
And then he uh, he realizes he sees uh, he saw the letter from Sylvia about how uh, she's just been stringing this kid along. And then he realizes that he loves Mary, and he confesses that there was one crazy night in in Paris that he can't remember, but he was with a lady. And she's like, "Who were you?" Because it was her. Yeah, and which he really wasn't. Yeah, I don't think they did anything. Nothing happened that we know. I of. mean, I think he. I think they hugged. And then he passed out yeah. with the bubbles. But you know what? Back then, that's fucking scandal, dude. Like, if anybody did anything, it was Alpha Alpha seeing them boobs. Yeah. And then uh, then the movie ends. Ba-da-da-da-da-da. And then uh, it premieres in 1927, and then uh, whatever, fucking uh, May, some shithead fucking year, it wins. The thing. Yeah, they did. Uh, it was one of those. Uh, it traveled in a roadshow type deals. It was the most expensive movie ticket at its time. Two dollars you had to pay to see this thing. It's crazy. That's going to break the bank. Crazy, dude. Um, Am I supposed to bring a dame to this show? Yeah. What do I, what do I got to get a fourth job? Works public acts aren't it? Do we need damn FDR to fucking bail us out? I'm busy spending all my money down at the uh, the 1920 spinny floor thing that just (laughs) the spinny floor. Have you ever seen like I've always wanted to go like where it's like they show like Coney Island in the 20s and it's just everybody dressed like to the nines and just like they're like they come down a slide onto a floor that's just spinning and then they get like whipped into a wall like yeah fun stuff or like the Turkish twist right. and they get stuck to the wall. I love all that shit. Fun stuff. Uh, Wings. Wings. It's great. Very, great movie. Very dude. cool. Great movie. If you're interested at all in uh, cinema history, definitely worth checking it out, baby. Or just listen to this podcast and you shaved an hour off the time. Yeah, and then just go YouTube the war fucking clips because, let's be honest, those are the ones that matter the most. YouTube that and then the Paris one with the table. You got to see that shot. That's a great shot. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is, uh, there's homages to this movie in Full Metal Jacket. And um, there were a couple other things I just could, I couldn't find any like concrete. But I did, they did show a, a there's a, the drill instructor scene. Uh, there's a couple of shots that Kubrick took directly out of Wings. Yeah. And put into uh, Full Metal Jacket of Arlie Ermery. But that is for discussion down the road. Next week, friends. Next week. 19, we're in the 1928? Yeah. Have we hit that? What is this? 27, We're looking right? at the award. Yeah. So these the first year was for 27, 28, and the next year was for 28, 29. They don't get down to doing one year for a while. But we're looking at uh, the winner best picture is the Broadway Melody. Also known as the Broadway Melody of 1929, it's an America. It's the first musical win. It is gonna be a watch. We are gonna watch it. It is. Go- it's got sound. It's got sound. I love a musical. It's gotta be a lot easier to do a Broadway melody when you got sound. Yeah. Nope. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna check that out, and we'll see you all next time. Sean, let me do, uh, I'm going to do a new thing with the uh, outro here. Okay. It's going to be a silent film outro. Oh, okay. 
So uh, you just nod at me and let me know when you want me to start it, and then I will start it. But I don't want to start too early because I got to kind of sync it up to when, to uh, this. So you nod, and then I'll start. I'm nodding. 